0: Hey y'all, welcome to Let's Talk History, and today, let's talk COVID. According to the New York Times counter, almost 20,000 people in Ohio have died from COVID. In the past year and a half, there have been over 33 million COVID cases across the U.S. This virus shut down schools, restaurants, churches, parks, and basically any other place you can think of. The coronavirus has influenced people's actions and choices and still does today. Friday, March 13th, is a day that I will remember forever. Our principal came over the speakers and told us that our school would be shut down for two weeks. We were all so excited. We got a three week spring break. No one took it seriously. We were just happy we didn't have school. Little did we know that it would be the last time we walked in the hallways like normal. This year, when we came back, it was totally different. Everyone wearing masks, directional hallways and staircases, spaced out desks, cleaning everything after someone touches it. It was so strange. After our Thanksgiving break this year, we were online for almost two months. Being at home eliminated all my motivation. Schoolwork weirdly felt like an option, and I didn't want to choose to do it. It was so hard to to get motivated to just open up a computer and try to listen. So many students' grades suffered, not because they were lazy, but because it felt impossible to get focused. According to the Inside Hired Admissions, schools experienced a 70% jump in class failure rates between October 2019 and October 2020. That Friday, my best friend came over and we hung out for three days straight. We were so excited to spend every second of the three weeks we had off together. But then, my mom called us into our kitchen. She told us that the governor had just announced that we all needed to stay socially distant. She said that she didn't know when we would be able to see each other again. We were heartbroken. We cried, and when my friend left, we FaceTimed and cried some more. The first time I saw her after that was when she came to my house and sat in the driveway. We ate lunch together, but it was way different than how we normally are. I sat on the porch, and she sat in her car. We were happy to see each other again, but afterwards it was almost worse, because we didn't even get to hug. It was so hard not seeing my best friend and all my other friends for so long. morning of March 13th, when I got out of the car, I just waved by to my dad. If I had known what was going to happen, I would have given him the biggest hug. I didn't see my dad for three months. My parents have been divorced since I was two years old, so I'm used to not seeing him every single day. But not seeing him for such a long time was really hard on me. He called me about once a week, but it was nothing compared to normal. At one point, I found a stuffed hippo that he gave me when I was little in the closet. I slept with it every night and thought about the day that I could see my dad again. Since my parents didn't see eye to eye on the socially distancing thing, my mom just decided to keep me at her house. Not seeing my dad was probably the hardest thing that the whole coronavirus brought into my life. Obviously, I was stuck in my house for a long time. In my house, I have my mom, my stepdad, and my two fish. We did a lot of things together that we don't normally do. We went on walks or bike rides at least twice a week. We left a scrabble board on the table at all times, and whenever you passed the table, you had to put down a word. I got out my rainbow loom and made bracelets. I also learned how to make different designs with string bracelets. I reorganized my room and closet about ten times. We ordered a lot of stuff online. At one point, I had an inflatable kiddie pool set up in the backyard that I swam in. wanted to hear a teacher's standpoint on the coronavirus and how it impacted them in the classroom. This is my mom.
1: Hi, my name is Kim Clifford. I live in Ohio with my daughter, and I am a professor at UC Claremont.
0: How did it feel to go from in-person class to all online in the matter of a few weeks?
1: It was disorienting. It actually happened in just a couple of days, and then we had spring break to try to plan for the rest of the semester. It was very difficult not all students had the tools they needed to join online and to participate fully so we had to make a lot of adaptations by the summer semester and the following fall we knew everything was going to be online so it was a little easier at that point to have high expectations for the students but at first we couldn't expect a lot of them
0: was it hard to get your classes to keep participating Um, Did you have to give a lot of extra time for assignments that normally don't take long?
1: It was hard at first to keep them participating, but by the next semesters they definitely knew what the expectations were. But some of these students are juggling a lot. They have full-time jobs, some of them. Um, Many people have family responsibilities or even children of their own. Some of their kids were studying from home as well. So internet issues were a problem, or the kids might be running around playing in the background. Um, even things like dogs and cats interrupting and causing distractions. Um, I wouldn't say that students needed a lot of extra time once we got the a hang of things, but um, definitely had a couple of students who didn't finish the class or dropped out. Uh, that probably would have done fine had we been able to stay in person.
0: All right. Thank you for your input. You're welcome. Well, as you can tell, the coronavirus impacted the world in tons of different ways. Thanks for joining us today. See you next time on Let's Talk History.